Let's go on the gangbang night. That's no, a, that I want to is... go on the gangbang just to watch. Okay. I don't you know. You can be about clothed. That. I, I, I will be. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> not participating. You may clothe yourself. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Perspective. And hey to this super sunny day. I have needed this desperately. So, as we all know, I work from home. I don't leave the house anymore. I went out yesterday and Same. it was pure spring. And I called Ian right away. I was like, Has it been spring and you just did not fucking tell me? What the fuck is this? I thought I missed what month it is, what year it is. I thought I missed a season change. He's like, uh, pays to get out of the house ever, doesn't it? Like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and apparently out of the hole that you're living in, too. I did not know it was so beautiful. i not sure what month or season we are in at any, like, at this point. No. I know I'm sitting in my office where I'm always sitting to record, and the sun is just beaming, and I'm wearing all black, as per usual, and... It's actually like kind of burning my legs, but because it's I'm burning so my desperate for sun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so desperate that I'm like, that's fine. I'm just, I'm going to continue. I'm choosing with to be burned. burning feeling. I'm choosing to be burned. Yes. I'll have one. I need it. Patchy, like, you know, through the window. So it's like the panes and stuff. So I'll have like a yeah, window shaped like burn on my thigh by yeah, choice. It's like an, like rectangular. Yeah square type uh yeah patch on my leg <laughs> I'm, I'm almost ready to just like lay on the floor where the sun is coming in in hopes of getting some kind of like you'll just have tan, a grid but I don't think you can you'll have yeah. a grid like tan line on your face well I don't think I can you can I, I think like home windows actually have like uv protection oh. built in don't they not cars sure they do. I've been burnt through a car for sure, have well, a, have like a side half a burn through you my have transparent skin. So, so I'll just get it no matter what. <laughs> well, yeah. I had a sunroof in my old There's no per- PT, you. my old purple PT, PT with chrome wheels. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I had a sunroof, and I would get a half a body burn through my sunroof all the time, um, whether or not it was open. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. I don't know if cars do. I think the windshield does. I feel like it kind of would have this is to. Interesting. I didn't realize this was a thing. To be honest, till this very moment. Yeah, we they need have someone to like in them? advise and confirm. I mean, there's that thing called Google that we could use, but whatever. No, no. Someone I'd tell rather us. just sit and ponder, draw our own conclusions, totally in the wrong, false direction, and then <laughs> go with that. <laughs> well, this is the truth now. Same. Uh, super excited to talk to you it's just us today and we have a fun episode it's gonna be different but before we get into it you should definitely shout out our sponsor yeah so thank you to our sponsor vitality md don't forget to use promo code perspective 100 at vitalitymd.com to book for the o shot or the vivive treatments so again that's promo code perspective 100 we have to shout out house of hyla one of our product sponsors because House of Hyla is now available to be purchased at Hudson's Bay. So that's an amazing accomplishment. Um, cheers, congrats, just everything to Hyla. She is the female founder behind House of Hyla with her partner, George Sully, who's a very well-known Black Canadian designer. We're so excited for them. We absolutely love this brand. So I just wanted to take a sec to give them a shout out, a congrats, round of applause all around. Yeah, if you don't already own your House of Hyla monochromatic shoe, not just a heel anymore, they have the flats, go grab them. And today, kind of on that theme, as Hyla was one of our guests, we are kind of getting into something that uh, I'm pretty excited about. I guess that we can call it our accountability episode. 
where we're kind of looking back and reviewing all of our amazing guests and kind of what we took away from those episodes. Yeah, definitely. We, accountability and just like that trip down memory lane. I mean, it's hard to believe it's been over a year. We're going into two years um, come this September of having the podcast and just going back through all our episodes and kind of remembering the conversations and the learnings and the stories, everything that our guests shared with us. Holy, like it was just exciting and overwhelming. And like some, I'm like, oh my God, oh yeah, like so funny. Like there was just so many moments that were definitely like aha moments for me. Light bulbs went on. And I took a lot away from so many of our guests in terms of like things I wanted to change about myself, apply to my life, use to help build confidence, uh, manifesting, you know, things that... I could incorporate to be a better mom and a better parent, a better partner. So I'm so grateful to so many of our guests that just shared perspectives, insights, broke down stigmas, misconceptions, of course, that have helped me since we started this podcast. Yeah, I think we often leave every single episode, not often, like every single time with like (laughs) so much, you know, gratuity for our guests and and feeling so enlightened and feeling so educated and informed empowered empowered for sure like there's so much that we have grown from based on what we've learned from them and of course it's all our beautiful women so we wanted to take an episode out and just kind of like review like recap all this amazing stuff because I know for a fact as much as I am on like this high and and kind of like propelled to utilize all this information sometimes you forget so this is like our recap and a revitalize all that information for us in one and like you looked at your the things that you took the most away from or took a lot from and I did the same and we haven't gone over them together yet so it's kind of like a surprise for each of us and I'm excited to see what you what you took from them yeah for sure because definitely some of our guests information stories um like learnings tips resonate either more with me or more with you depending on what the conversation was about or the topic was about um obviously everyone knows that I'm a mom and you're not so we definitely take different there's different things that we deal with on a day-to-day due to our lives and lifestyles. So there are some episodes that really, really hit home for me. And obviously there's so many. Um, We have over 60 episodes, which is just absolutely amazing. But we, so we can't go through every single one because we really did take something away from every single one. But yeah, we've kind of, in the spirit of, just time and how much we actually have for each episode we could I mean this episode could take us days like months um to go through every single thing and every single episode so yeah I kind of grabbed a few that um I'd like to highlight definitely well and there's episodes that we had like actual call to actions in where it's like okay I'm gonna do this I promise you heard it here I know I've said that several times on on the show (laughs) it's kind of like I've stayed away from making that commitment because in case I don't uh follow through I don't want to be held accountable for that well here we are like holding each other accountable for now you're times. gonna do it <laughs> great thanks Josh. great idea on this episode <laughs> and I, but I think that this is a good thing because a lot of the stuff we forget or you know what I mean like we're not actually doing so here we are to whip us into gear and also you say we're not actually doing but then at the same time we are actually doing mm-hmm. uh, some of the yeah. things that we've yeah. taken away and have incorporated in our life. Um, and some of it isn't necessarily things that we incorporate in that either more like, I don't want to say tangible because it's not so much tangible, but like in that way where we practice it daily, it's more of just some awareness things yeah. that I took yeah. away also sure. from a lot of our guests that... I have to admit, like, in some areas, maybe I was a little judgy towards certain groups, um, certain people, certain lifestyle choices. Just completely unaware. Completely 
unaware, misinformed, um, definitely casted my opinions and thoughts without really having the correct information or any real understanding. So a lot of our guests opened our eyes to things that we otherwise would just never know about and would probably continue through life just with this like, well, misconception that we had for some of it. So what is, okay, name an episode or a guest. What's your first one? Okay, so episode Healthy Sex for Everyone with Ariel Beckett. She is uh, the founder of Intamo Pleasurables, which was a product sponsor of ours. Uh, I love chatting with her because she is a sex health educator and she works a lot with people that are differently abled, um, mind and body, and she really... Here's one that was more about like misconceptions or something I didn't know enough about or wasn't informed and quite frankly didn't really think about in my day-to-day life. But I'm glad we chatted with her because she kind of opened my eyes to sexual health for everyone as the title of the show says like and indicates people with certain disabilities, whether they are physical or mental, Um, doesn't that doesn't mean they're not sexually active or have sexual interests and impulses just like the rest of us and I really appreciated her bringing me that information because I think society does a lot of casting off right like we don't want to go there it's too hard exactly and therefore yeah and therefore that group those that group of individuals aren't probably getting the kind of, first of all, respect, um, help, support that they need and deserve education. Um, So she talked about how as parents, if you have a child or someone in your family that may be within this group, how to work with them, help them, communicate, teach them, give them the resources that they need, protect them most importantly also um so it was it was really eye-opening and then even on that she also touched on how to talk to your children about sexual health and their bodies and understanding sex and what it really means and she offered a lot of resources too where you can get more information she hosts workshops herself um so I really appreciated that because as I've talked about on the show before like we're pretty open as a family with our kids. We want them to be well-informed and educated and understand their bodies and sex and for their level as they age, obviously the conversations will change. Um, but she just provided some really great tips on like how to talk to them and, and making sure that they like are clear and understand and, and gave me the confidence to talk to my kids too. Like that it is okay. Like it's better to talk to them than, hope they find it out somewhere else or rely on the school program solely to educate them. Yeah, I'm so glad you picked this episode because I know for a fact we were like kind of shocked, like super happy that there was somebody out there that was like preaching this information and really encouraging this information be you know brought to awareness for people. So I am glad that you talked about this one in that theme one of the ones on my list is Gigi I think that so we had Gigi on and she is a sexologist and she is always if you follow her on Instagram preaching about female masturbation preaching about you know women's sexuality and that is something that I absolutely you know I'm passionate about because I think that there's so many issues in society about female sexuality historically, like present day. So I'm so glad that we're able to really bring awareness to the fact that this is an important thing for men, for women, for children to learn about, obviously, appropriately, like (laughs) not like from day one, like go masturbate. But you know what I mean? Um, And it's it's something that is still for some reason taboo. It is something that is still um, stigmatized and there is no fucking reason for it. So we obviously try our best to make sure that sexuality, especially women's sexuality is celebrated, is 
equalized it yeah like discussed like everything like not shame not judged not uh, making sure that conversation yeah. is happening everybody should be having it it shouldn't be something that's so taboo and like you said stigmatized yeah. and so two things on that I just wanted to say just a reminder if you wanted to check out Ariel's episode um, it's called healthy sex for everyone and just on Gigi's episode it's called get those O's girls so if you go back, you can find that. But it's funny you mentioned Gigi, Jess, because I also had that one on my list too. But a little bit for different yeah. reasons. So okay, yeah. So what are your reasons? So as we've also talked about on the show before, like um, obviously I'm not a prude or anything like that. I feel like a sexually empowered woman and confident in myself. But I have discussed how I haven't always been that way. And it took me – later in life to feel much more empowered sexually and confident and like to really be able to like ask for what I want know what I want and um yeah like really allow myself to enjoy pleasure and sex um so one I do attribute that to at like finding more of that confidence to just having you as a friend and talking to you and um which I've also shared because I just thought it was so amazing once I learned that you had that like power and that like just confidence like it was it was really it was different for me I I know a lot of my friends do but it's not it wasn't a conversation that I had with a lot of them and you just kind of like made me feel more comfortable um and then also Gigi too like to have these women that are prominent on social media so they're accessible in that way and yeah I I know it sounds maybe like kind of silly because it is social media but like yeah just some of the posts she puts out there like to constantly promote that empowerment and to break down the stigma taboo and shame around female pleasure and sex in general and the importance of education the importance of consent um again all as it pertains as it pertains to women especially um yeah, just like, again, talking to her added to that confidence and it just helped me be like, you know what? This is all so normal. Like I'm supposed to want to feel like this and it's okay to feel the way I feel in whatever, like the situations I'm in. And obviously I'm married and have been for a long, long time, but there's still lots of things to learn and there's still insecurities that you have even when you've been with a partner like what seems like your whole life (laughs) and as we learned this is this was not one I was going to kind of go down but as we learned from Dr. Sherry Kaplan that changes throughout our life so it's as much as I love that episode um it 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 wasn't something that I think I fully related to yet I I fully anticipate being able to relate to that in the coming future I'm so glad we had her on just for our own education so we can know what's coming. But she mentions like these things change. Yes, you've been with your husband for a long time, a decade or more. But throughout that, you've had babies. Your body has changed. You pee yourself at the drop of a dime and you can't control that. So um, disclaimer, <laughs> not I don't actually do that. But thank you for sharing that information. And we're normalizing um, that. Whoever listens to this podcast. So normal, ladies. Just peeing yourself at a drop dime. Totally normal. Um, no. First of all, that that happened like days after I gave birth. So all my muscles were just destroyed um, at that time. Do not forget your story about the hot tub. You peed yourself. Oh yeah, that that did happen. Um, <laughs> I did too, but mine. Was I probably by could choice. have controlled it a little bit better, but I just Feels didn't. Good peeing in water. Yeah. That is the it's truth. Hot water. It's great. Uh. Um, but no, truly, uh, the things that Dr. Kaplan talked to us about did open our eyes for sure to things that I didn't know could change like obviously we know that you're gonna change mind body and soul as you age we don't know what but we don't know what in particular could and we yeah like disclaimer this doesn't happen to everybody and everybody's experiences (laughs) are different so even if it does there's help (laughs) yeah the biggest takeaway is there are treatments and there are resources and there are things to help and actually we can add on the chat with kim vopney the vagina coach. Yay, she's because, on my list too. Yeah, she she offered a lot of information about like the importance of pelvic floor health and like 
more just information on what it actually does, things that we weren't aware of. And so, yeah, those two episodes for sure are super important as women, as you're changing, if you've just become a mom or like you're reaching maybe menopause, who knows, like whatever stage you're at in life and like you're You've been noticing changes, hormone changes, physical changes, emotional changes, all all of the things. Those are great episodes to check in with because like us, you may not know. I mean, we thought we knew a Probably lot don't. about our bodies or everything that we're supposed to know yeah. and we, yeah. we didn't. We didn't. And so grateful that we do now. No more anyway. There's tons still to know. But Well, that's something that we have definitely learned that there, the knowledge is endless and we probably know literally nothing. But it's funny that the things so far, like I have other ones on the list too, but the things so far that we've taken away a lot of is about our own bodies, educating ourselves about our literal own bodies and sexuality. So clearly that was something that I I mean, personally, I felt was just not represented in conversations and media and in information that we receive as women. Growing up, especially. Yeah, growing up. Even in our households, right? Yeah, in our own households. So I'm. It's funny that that's something we both really resonated with. Um, that we took the most away from, or a lot away from. But ever since we've had Kim on, I've been telling every person that I talk to, not just new mothers, like. Do you know what a pelvic floor specialist is? Because I did it and it's very important. So, Kim, we got you, girl. We're <laughs> trying to educate people as much as we did not know um, and let them know about this. It's super important. Yeah, and that's a really good point that you did mention. And I was thinking that too. So clearly we're always on the same wavelength. But yes, <laughs> a lot of the takeaways were about our own bodies and our physical and mental health and sexual health. Which is crazy because this is something that you would think that you're just like on top of, that you just know as a woman and you're like, I got this. Like, I know myself. I know my body. And I think we're not the only ones for sure. There's so many other women that probably had or have the same questions as we did. We see it in our Or we're left in the dark too, right? We see it by... you guys coming out yes. and, and saying this resonating with me. I learned this. Like you guys tell us and it kind of validates for us. All right. A, we're not the biggest idiots in the world. There are other people who are also or who are also unaware um, because sometimes we're on an episode and it seems like it should be like basic shit and we don't know it. So sometimes I'm like, am I an idiot? Where have I been living? But it just yeah. goes to show you <laughs> there's just so much that we don't. The one thing I will take away from all of our episodes is that I don't know shit. And I'm so glad to be learning little bits of shit. <laughs> all the shit. Yeah, for sure. I And I think a lot of it has to do with just our generation too. Like if you think about it going back to our generation, our moms and their moms and so on and so on. Like information is slowly becoming more and more available and things are becoming more talked about, which is partly why we do this show too, because we're trying to get those conversations happening more and keeping them going. Uh, But yeah, like we said, like in our household, it just, there just wasn't things that you were told that were talked about because I think it was uncomfortable for our parents and in school I don't know the reasons behind it but maybe it was just like even nowadays in my kids like age range I know that schools have to be careful because some parents are like don't talk to my kids about that I don't want them to know so it's it's interesting how like the progression has happened yeah and and there's a lot of reasons for that obviously I'm not even gonna like get into speaking too much to that because I don't really know but it could have a port uh part to do with like historically how religion dominated society mm-hmm. um obviously from the religious households that I know and people that are religious like there's no extramarital or premarital sex you know things like that which to us and also just being a woman too, being secondary yeah. it's not yeah. important you don't yeah. have to know about pleasure because it doesn't matter if you have yeah. it or not like and you don't have matter... to know about your body <laughs> yeah it didn't matter about your pleasure especially above a man's or especially beside a man's pleasure so there's just, and and there's is like you know superior to ours so there's no need to even discuss ours but anyways that's so silly and not how we live anymore but and those walls are being broken down a lot like our generation and the ones the well 
I mean, the Gen Zers um, know my side part. Uh, Same. Yeah, like they're just so much more, they seem so much more open and informed and and outspoken, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. If that's that's one thing that I'll take away from them is good for you for <laughs> yeah we'll give you guys that but we're breaking are down the stigma and you know what and i'm keeping the jeans. crying emoji it is the best one i am crying laughing why would i put a skull i'm not dead i'm just laughing also i am a millennial and i am like 10 to 15 years older so bitch i am old compared yeah. to you like <laughs> but i saw the best one that shut it down like but i'm also gonna take my fucking ass to the wine store you're not so shut up well, the other thing is the fact that this, that group of people, and honestly, I think it just got started with some random thing and I don't want to yeah. pigeonhole or blanket things. all Gen Zers, like let's yeah. be real, but it's fun to like comment on and talk about. But the other thing is like, if someone has the time to even talk about side parts and skinny jeans and emojis and them being old, quote unquote, why are we listening to that person? Because who the hell got time for that? Like, yeah. let's be real. So, and also, yes, we can see over the decades styles change. Like, yeah. And we come can, back. And uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's not forget where, that. Where is the middle part from? <laughs> that was from our 90s kids. The 60s. Kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60s, 90s. Exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, they're all going to end up looking like us anyway. So just, just yeah. sit down. I'm not worried Gen about Zers that. for now. Yeah. But no, we love you Gen Zers too. I mean – we were that age we just weren't called gen zers but we were that age so we get it but also um it do- it doesn't matter what just be happy with yourself and what if you want to wear a side part also, skinny jean and use the crying emoji go on with your bad self cuz yeah. it's we, so we when care. you're on your deathbed you're not going to remember that so let's like, just oh my God. keep that remember in mind the time i was so unhip and i used the wrong emoji oh <laughs> can't live well Um, speaking of being old one of the episodes that really resonated with me not so much when we did it which was in october 2019 but more so in this last year now that i'm really fucking old was our episode with Rhonda (laughs) about botox and never before then lately have i been thinking about that episode and everything she taught us because i think i need botox and want botox now so Thanks, Rhonda. Well, you know, I am definitely a big advocate for all of those things, Botox fillers. And I'm an advocate from the standpoint of if you feel like that you're doing it because you're just happy with yourself, but you want those little enhancements, you want some improvements, um, you're not quite ready to maybe physically show your age um and you just kind of want to look the way you feel all the power to you i mean i do think that people get carried away with it and make some silly decisions and um i think that those can come from a place of insecurities lack of confidence um you know trying to look good for somebody else instead of yourself so in that regard like i do hope that women in that mind frame like can overcome that and and Rhonda is such a great resource in terms of like helping you make those fine enhancements that look natural still that yes. uh, just give you that little kind of refresher to your face um well, enhancement so is a good word she's like, my nurse you- and I love her <laughs> Yeah, and that's – actually, there's another good word there is nurse. She is a registered she nurse. She is a nurse. She's yeah. not just, like, some lady that picks up a syringe and was like, girl, I got you. She actually knows her shit and is educated as a healthcare professional. So that is good, and I think um, the takeaway from that episode was if you want to do fillers, any sort of injectable at all, make sure you're getting a nurse. Make sure you're getting somebody who's credible. Otherwise, like do your research. Yeah, definitely. Well, do your research because there's so many things that can go wrong. And honestly, why take that risk? Um, but yeah, so lately I've been like, is now the time to reach out to Rhonda? And even when we recorded this, so over a year ago, not quite two years, I was like, no, I'm not ready. I think I'll do it at 35. But lately, and it's not that I think my wrinkles are worse. It's more along the lines of, oh my god, I don't want them to get worse. It's more like a preventative thing. So. I think I might go see her. 
<laughs> I think you should. Yeah. And at the very least, just go for a chat, have the consultation, and then you'll be able to know what she recommends and make an educated decision yeah. after you've had that chat. And um, I'm due, so I'm definitely going to go see her soon. She just recently was able to open. Uh, so The lockdown in our area has been um, lifted a little bit, so thank God for that. But no, I mean, that's a absolutely great episode too for somebody or women, people thinking about getting any kind of treatments like injectables i mean Rhonda does a lot and has many different services but yeah specifically injectables um it's a good one to just listen to and like kind of get some information before you start and she definitely talks about doing your research and checking into um any like clinic that you may be considering going to but yes we do agree with her and think and and i recommend definitely going to a real nurse i don't actually know if you can be an injector without yes you can i know people that go to people that is not a real nurse and she's just an injector okay well that's news to me and so there you go and and again we're not saying that those individuals that offer that service aren't good we're just saying do your research and make sure you're going in with all the education i know personally uh, especially being like a newbie, I would want to make sure that the person I'm allowing to stick syringes of product in my face, my face, <laughs> I'd like them to be a real healthcare professional. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are horror stories and it's not yeah. like a horror story for me, but I went somewhere else and I didn't have a great experience and I actually had to Well, and this isn't necessarily the injector's fault. It can just happen. And that's, again, things you need to know, like side effects that can happen with um, facial injections. Uh, But I, my eyebrows spocked. So that's a term that's used when your eyebrows kind of like go up and like kind of stay and you look a little bit like you're surprised all the time. Wait, Um, you have that now? No, I, in the past, like, not Rhonda. No, no, like the person you went to did that to you? And, and, but in fairness, like it's about if they hit like a certain nerve, it's not necessarily their fault. It can happen. But again, if you go to a very seasoned nurse, uh, someone that does injections, then I think they're just like a little bit more aware of just like where those nerves are and how certain placement of the injections will react with the muscles. So, um, again, not a horror story. It's corrected. I mean, it's not, Botox does not last forever. But it's, it, it did change my expression. <laughs> it wasn't what you asked for. It wasn't. I wasn't permanently surprised for that amount of time. Did you just walk I around me like, like my eyebrows are – did you say fucked? Is that what you called them? Spocked. Like oh, spocked from Star – yeah, from Star Trek. <laughs> it just gives you like this – I don't know. Again, Gen Zers, you won't get it, but um, it's actually before our time too, but – it's a character and they drew on his eyebrows like crazy high and pointed. So that's what it's called. But um, yeah, so there are so things funny. that can go wrong. So just make yeah. sure you're having those conversations and uh, you know what you're doing. And that episode was around Thanksgiving and it's called uh, This Thanksgiving We're Thankful for Botox. Yeah. <laughs> so check that one out. So maybe by this Thanksgiving, I will also be thankful for Botox. Yes. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, girl. <laughs> So I know we kind of deterred off like the sexual health theme a little bit, um, but I am going back into that area because one of the episodes on my list is Inside a Sex Club with Ace Allure, yes. who yeah, who used to work at one of Toronto's uh, biggest sex clubs, which I would assume is still closed. Um, yeah, I think but, so. But during that conversation... We went in with a pretty, like, ignorant, like, understanding of what a sex club is because we had just seen it in movies, on TV, like, the in, way like, it's portrayed. In, like, Law and Order yeah, portrayals. Like all the media, which is just, like, this seedy, dirty, grimy place where everyone's just naked and sweaty all over each other. And it's just gross. And, like, and, unclean and, you know, yeah, practicing Yeah, and safe. it's degenerates and, yeah, like, just scary kind of so we I think in reality like I knew it couldn't really be like that because I feel like it would get shut down (laughs) but um 
I had no idea. Like, that's just the bottom line. I just had no idea. And I was kind of like too scared to find out. And we met Ace and um, she really opened our eyes. And it yes, it's a sex club. So sex is obviously happening. And there's different levels of it. There's different rooms. There's kind of something that's, for everybody to well, meet I your think that was misconception one, that there are different levels of levels. sex. It's not just like yeah. straight fucking 24 7 by everyone everywhere like, strangers that with yeah. strangers with like unprotected or unsafe the, like yeah like ass sex or mouth sex like you know it's not just well, like it's all that. of those things that does take place which we learned also <laughs> other things like, like for example you can go there and lounge on the ch- on the chair by the pool like just being naked you know what i mean so there's different levels of, or not if you or not want, or didn't be want in your to be. bathing suit exactly like or there's fully different clothed. ways to express your sexuality even just being there and say you're completely closed just walk around like looking for the first time like you can do that there's you don't just have to walk in there and get naked and have sex with someone (laughs) yeah exactly and there are people those that work there are in place to keep you safe and make you feel comfortable and protected and ensure that anything untoward isn't happening to anybody and the other thing that ace told us about is it's very much a sex club in all the best ways but it's a community and it is a safe place for acceptance and exploration without judgment or shame and i thought i would have never put that thought within like my understandings of a sex club like i really truly just was like oh yeah it's just like where people go and fuck or it's where people go to cheat to cheat, and people yeah. go to like be secretive and dirty and all the things and so uh, we were very wrong and the conversation with ace was so enlightening and interesting and exciting that it, it intrigued me to want to go check it out like i would like to go there and i unfortunately, still haven't been able to go COVID happened yes same. i wanted to go work there <laughs> oh right you did I, I wanted to I go, wish like, you did <laughs> and it was funny because when we talking to her that's when I first started dating my boyfriend and I was like can we but before that I'd been single for four years well you know it felt like four years um and I was like you I'm my dating. own girl I was dating yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't count any boyfriends I had during that time as real boyfriends because no they weren't boyfriends for sure not no, not even the ones that were lasting over a year. <laughs> I don't even count those. <laughs> you were, you were a, a memory. Anyways. You were um, a moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> a long one, unfortunately. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so even – so I would have been like living my single life, having like that mi- mindset of being like, you know, my sexuality is the only thing that matters because I'm like kind of single. I'm doing my own thing. I don't give a shit. I don't have a responsibility to another to another person. Then I got a partner and then got that responsibility and he is against it. And I'm like, what? I can't be with you forever and we are against it, even though like I am with him. <laughs> but I'm like, how am I now in this Obviously position? not that much of a deterrent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, no, no, I choose Oasis. Just love conquers all. Uh, well, I'm starting to see that, but I'm still not giving up on it. Like every so often I'll be like, so just revisiting. He's like, yeah, no. Like, I'm like, okay. I don't think you're aware. Just checking in if you've changed your mind since last week. We don't have to cheat. But the, uh, so also on a more serious note, I was glad to hear from Ace the precautions that they have in place for people like my boyfriend who are just like, you know, maybe not really open to it. There's, you know, um, like rooms for privacy there are first of all the no what is it the the one no policy where yeah the 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 no rule like where if you say no you cannot be asked again and they have people in place for that and but there's also people there that you can go to and say this person isn't taking no for an answer please help me and that person will get removed immediately. So yeah, like it really truly is a place of safety and protection and just caring. And and Ace explained it as a community, like those, the people that she worked with and a lot of the regular patrons like became her friends, her family. Like she, she has nothing but positive reviews and experiences that came out of there. And that just changed my entire outlook on like that sex club. Now, obviously there could be some that are still kind of, within the 
thought of that it is like seedy and those are like the after hour underground ones yeah like everything exists but it's good to know that they're the ones that we're aware of oasis specifically isn't and it is like a really cool place and you can go there with your partner to not have sex with other people like maybe you just want like a kind of different fun experience where you're exploring (laughs) i want to have sex kind of in a public place but in a safe place too where you can have a room to yourself and And also by the pool and go swimming yeah it's like you kind of get everything all in one i know i'm like let's just go for the fucking pool first of all like my i love that but (laughs) swimming naked would be fine in the dark swimming naked is my absolute favorite feeling like anyone knows i'm aware is (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm sure you are i'm sure everyone is um but it (laughs) feels really good (laughs) but what i was gonna say was isn't it a little ironic that we have to travel to a sex club to get like female like equality sexually like there's an anti-sexual harassment policy there weird that that's not in the world it's just not general practice among society so it's like go to the sex club for safer like just existence as a female and we will talk about this another time because i'm so fucking sick of sexual harassment even just like in normal day-to-day interactions and we'll talk about this again um, and like the kind of sexual harassment that falls on that flies under the radar though is what you're referring to but yes we definitely will get into that but it's not flying under the radar because it's super point but it's not i think when people i mean i don't want to go down the rabbit hole now but when people think of sexual harassment it's like someone didn't come and grab your tits at work or something no um but yeah the looks it's yeah exactly and I, I totally agree. Like, I think that it's ironic for sure, but I'm glad that it does exist. And I'm hoping that it will be an option in the near future for us to go check out. Um, even if it was a girls night, because they do a lot of shows. There's a lot of so, events. Yes. There's very like yes, PG-13 type activity. No, not PG-13. And, and, yeah, but there is. It's I don't want got that. Level- I know you don't. I'm talking to our listeners, But though, I'm saying with you, That though. might want that. Yeah, okay. You're coming with well, me I'm not really. I'm not really interested in the DTF night, though. <laughs> Let's go on the gangbang night. That's no, a, that I is... want to go on the gangbang night just to watch. Okay. I don't you know about clothed. that. You can be clothed. I will be. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> not participating. You may clothe but yourself. But yeah, if you haven't heard this episode, you definitely should because Ace also talks about like the crazy, wild fun that takes place there. And Gangbang Night is one of them. We're not going to get into that. You have to listen to the episode if you want to learn more. But it was such a great episode. And shout out to Ace for being so open and um, talking to us because we learned a lot. And if I ha- if we hadn't chatted with her, I would just continue on thinking the way I thought. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, that was a good one for sure. Highly recommend a listen. Another one on my list, which takes us out of like that more sexually focused area is the chat we had with Carrie, uh, Gift of Thrift. Yay! So because this is something that I know for sure we both incorporate going still like it's something yes that's on. obviously it appealed to us from the get-go because we, we it already was important to us you know sustainability being environmentally friendly but I know for a fact that both of us have been carrying on that practice proudly definitely this is definitely one that I can say I can be held accountable for because I have yes incorporated a lot of the learnings that she provided into my lifestyle so Carrie is a thrifter extraordinaire um she started a program at ctv where she because she's a uh well i guess kind of like the wardrobe specialist stylist um for some of the news anchors there and she incorporated she started a program of using pre-loved clothing for their on-air wardrobe which is just amazing and it and i follow a lot of those uh sportscasters because it's for TSN um, primarily, and I they post about it, they talk about it, they tag they like it's amazing. Out. Yeah, they do, and they showed out what they're wearing and like where they got it from. So I just I think that's incredible. But how I've incorporated it, I'm basically obsessed with Poshmark, um, yes. especially with Carrie telling us about how much water is used 
for one pair of jeans, which I can't yeah, remember the stat on now, but it's too. it's it is traumatizing and it's disgusting that you know the biggest companies that produce any kind of denim, like a lot of them aren't accountable for their they're not even close. like environmental impacts. They they're they don't care because money talks way more, right? And on top of that, I didn't really understand about fast fashion and slow fashion, which she gets into. Um, quick, like, explanation is fast fashion is your places like Old Navy, H&M, where they're just constantly pumping out new collections. lines, collections, uh, multiple per season, where slow fashion is usually just, like, one per season. And yeah. they make a limited amount, right? Like, if they make, you know, these numbers are not accurate or anything, but, like, 10 smalls, that's it. Yeah. You ain't getting any more. Until spring or fall. Like the next season. Exactly. Until the next season. So her opening my eyes to just understanding more about that side of the fashion world and the business of it. So yeah, like I said, I've become basically obsessed with Poshmark and I've bought so many things. I've sold things as well. It's just such a great, great app, great tool and i actually have jeans on the way so i'm super oh, excited i just ordered a coat a, a, a Tallulah coat. i got ian a coat i sold so many things that i'm so happy to see go all of my old harley stuff all my riding gear and stuff that you can just throw away it's too expensive it's you know what i mean but i got good yeah. money for it and now somebody else is going to enjoy those things i absolutely love poshmark yeah, and this is not an ad for Poshmark, um, although it's an absolutely amazing. Although you need to check it out if you do not have it. Yes, you you really should, especially if you give a shit about the environment and sustainability. Yeah. And so Poshmark is amazing, but also like I use Marketplace. Like I've re- yeah. like I have two kids, as we know, and they grow so fast. Like I have sort of retrained myself to be like, okay, why am I going to go buy? like all new wardrobes, brand new everything when they're not even going to wear it for a full year. Well, especially for kids. They're going to grow out of it before there's any sort of wear or tear on the item. And that's just so wasteful. Like, And it's so expensive too. Yeah, so expensive. And it's just like kids do not give a shit really. Like that's the bottom line. They don't know. They do not know the difference. So it's not like you have to, you know, when teenagers are a bit different, that's when it matters. And then you kind of go back to an adult and circle out of that caring. But especially when their kids take advantage of them, of the money you can save. But the importance there is, yeah, when you're a teenager, you do care. I mean, you always care about your appearance or most people do. But I think that's a big takeaway too is talking to your kids about the importance of sustainability and recycling and reusing. So I do talk to my kids about that. And I tell them, especially when I either sell stuff on Poshmark or donate things, you know, how important it is to give back and help other people. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't buy anything brand new. I do, but I'm much more selective and I am more aware. And I really look into a lot of the companies. I do try and purchase things from uh, slow fashion brands, uh, which costs a little bit more money a lot of the time. But again, it's if I'm not spending like so much and so often on fast fashion, I'm kind of saving. And Carrie also talks about like uh, shopping at winners because these are like either overstock or sale. So if those are the kinds of businesses you're shopping at, then you are kind of helping uh, slow down the fast fashion industry. Yeah, for sure. So awesome episode. Um, Again, it's called Gift of Thrift. Take a listen to that one because, you know, maybe you don't know about like. You probably don't. How we the, did not. Yeah, we didn't. And I, especially the jean thing. That will blow your mind. And the fast fashion thing, how they just literally, if they don't sell all of their thousands of smalls, they just throw it in a landfill. Not even donate Or burn it. Or burn it. And it, to me, that yeah. is like another traumatizing thing. Like, how, oh, it's so fucking wasteful. It's, it's so, so wasteful. It's and just inconsiderate, lazy to the so environment. many people are in such need of yeah. proper clothing, and here are companies that they've already made their money. Away. 
Yeah. Yeah. They could totally it means help. nothing to them to incorporate. If they, all they have to do is find their like moral sense of responsibility to the environment, to future generations. Like you can implement ways to do this better. It would not harm your budgets, your profits like y'all are rich so anyways but y'all are rich (laughs) yeah but a quick shout out to carrie on the birth of her new baby congratulations yes they had a little girl and she's so sweet from what we see on social so congrats to the little the new little family um okay so what else is on your list jess I have another one, and this is one of our more recent ones with Brooke, our social media girl, because guess what? She got me doing a goddamn reel, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she did. I can, well, you made me do it, Um, but she inspired me because I had homework to do as well um, for our social media presence, so. I did a fucking reel. I can't. I had a little mishap trying to upload it, of course, <laughs> to the wrong account. <laughs> to the wrong account, and then I couldn't figure out how to save a reel. I'm not like technologically challenged, but sometimes when I'm trying to do social media, I really feel it, and I feel old. Like, girl, you are young. You can get this shit together. What is your problem? I'm like, <laughs> you can do this. I have faith hard. in you, Jess. That's why I knew you could do it. And every new learning comes with some you know bumps and lumps and you have to learn through trial and error which you did okay and well, how many takes I, do you think that one took <laughs> Just oh guess. god like five no no <laughs> 15 maybe like nine <laughs> maybe, okay maybe 12. you know what that's probably not even bad. Like, let's be real. Like, let's think about the people that do all their stuff and their, like, reels and stories and everything are always so perfect. There's no way you did that in one shot. Like, well, that took you a lot of tries. It's, it wasn't because I needed it to look perfect. It's just I'm not used to being on social media. I'm not used to seeing myself like that. So, like, I'm like, ew, you don't look natural. I The one that I ended up with, I still don't think that was, like – I don't think people who know me would be like, yeah, that's Jess. I think – it's the best I could do after fucking so many tries. I'm like, oh my God, I'm done. But I just, I'm like, oh, I want it to seem natural. But I I think that's just me not being comfortable on social media or like, you know, it's a thing. Like the way that people go on there and have their presence and I just don't do it. So I have to like kind of figure that out. I get that. I'm not super comfortable either. I love chatting. Audio is my jam for sure. Video is still something that is like, is not my comfort zone for sure. But And it's not just video. It's like by yourself. Yeah, it is weird to do like just talk into a phone and record it. But I do it because I want our listeners to like know us and um, be able to engage with us. And um, so we're both learning. But yes, Brooke was... So informative. Um, well, she put us like, to work. Some of the tips she gave me, I've applied since talking to her, and I've seen some increase in engagement and followers. Um, so I really appreciate that. And like, we're not about you know getting millions of followers because like we think that's so important. We want, we do want. Here's a term she uses: organic followers. But we want people to follow us and engage with us if it brings them like. If it's interesting to them, if they're benefiting from uh, following her perspective and listening to the show and and listening to the guests that we have on, so I I want to get our voices and message and information out there because I think people will benefit from what we talk about and what our guests talk about. Um, but yeah, like the tips yeah. she gave were so simple to apply, and I think that uh, if you're someone who kind of feels lost like I still do with social media check that episode out because it's pretty recent and um so you don't have to scroll too far down but it yeah it's it's a good one yeah she'll she'll be helpful to you and as we talked about in that episode social media is something that you cannot escape even if you don't like it like me um this is the wave of future this is a wave of business this is a wave of everything so that's kind of it's, what it's part of your life. Yeah, like it, just it is, is what it is. Unless it's you not... are someone who is fully anti-social media. Well, there are times I'm like, I would rather just delete my Instagram, but I know that you would kill me if I did that. Yes, I, I will. I will like, kill you. you but I want to delete. It. You can keep me accountable to that. <laughs> 
but that's how I, I feel about Jess. it. And I, I think I should just embrace it so I don't hate it. Like, you know what I mean? Embrace it so I can force myself to like it. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. It's not just, I don't, it's I feel not like it's something that you should be forced into liking. I know, but it's not just being on it that I don't like. I, I find myself mindlessly scrolling. I don't have like that businessy relationship with it. It was a distraction the way it was initially intended to like look yeah. through pictures. Now it has evolved entirely, but by now I already have my bad habits. So anyways, I, this, I'm not, whatever. I shouldn't hate it. It's something that I spend a lot of time doing. I think you just have to restructure your relationship with social exactly. media or like yeah develop a new relationship so if you want to check that one out it's called insights into the social media algorithm uh with brooke corradetti she is of uh, the account socially brooke so she's awesome we had we had lots of fun talking to her i think we kind of scared her a little bit with some I of our questions <laughs> yeah. um moving on though uh one of one of the conversations we had with our guest, Lori Kramer, was Power of Breath. It's on my list, too. And <laughs> I, you know what? I think we're all, we're just like completely aligned. But yeah. I, I I got, first of all, it has to be said that like, you're not breathing properly. Probably. No one is. Another um, thing we so thought we knew and we did Being told not. that, just like a natural function that you have to do to live is breathing. <laughs> So like when that. you're told that you're not breathing properly, like that's a bit of a mind fuck. Because um, you're like, but I am breathing. I'm breathing right now. What do you mean? There's a proper and improper way. Um, so that was a, a funny, well, funny and informative episode just because like we were we were both just sitting there the whole time with our mouths open being like, okay, literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> I think about her all Because we can't breathe. I think about her teaching us like well a telling us that we can't breathe <laughs> properly i think about it all the time when i work out i always i'm like because we all know i have my stupid fucking allergies and i can't breathe through my nose very well but i will literally blow my nose like 20 times before a workout so i can try and do the techniques she told us about girl i'm trying <laughs> she's like oh, i am also allergies. trying there's not much we can do about that. But I'm You're trying. just forever going to breathe improperly. Yeah. But that mouthier. episode's called The Power of Breath. And I mean, she also talks about ayahuasca experiences, yeah. which was like a big thing for us too. And part of the reason we wanted to chat with her because she was like a real person who's had real experiences with it and multiple. Um, so she was a lot more educated than some of the other things that we learned and where we went for our information um but yeah which uh, some of that experience and other life experiences for her led her to this journey that she's on and led her to becoming like a breathing coach which also didn't know was a thing so there was a lot of learnings that came out of that episode (laughs) yeah and also to be fair she is trained in like about 15 things so oh yeah she's really knows her holistic approach to healing and wellness and life yeah Yeah, she she knows what she's doing (laughs) she's fantastic and uh can't recommend that up enough too because yeah we had so much fun with we said you're not breathing properly so at the very least you may want to learn how to breathe i know forget about masturbation forget about approaching female sexuality in a positive way like just try to breathe (laughs) that's the one thing you need to kind of do (laughs) you're doing great sweetie if if you just learn how to breathe um however all that stuff kind of goes hand in hand right like breathing through masturbation breathing through sex all the things so i mean it can all be kind of like rolled in together but yeah it was a great episode the wellness aspect of life you know, it's, that's and all we it, really obviously self-care too, because yeah. like I do take that time, especially at night to like align myself, quiet my mind and and Masturbate. take those deep intentional breaths, that too, but <laughs> just really focus on my breathing and let it kind of like heal me and like wash the day away. Yeah, um, I bet you if you incorporated breathing while masturbation, I'm sure that is like a whole like next level next level of like not just pleasure but like well i don't know like 
something. I'm just sure that's like mental a, experience yeah. too, right? Like really yeah. getting try that. all of the feelings. Yeah. Um, like here's, like here's connecting with yourself differently. You said in one of the episodes, I can't even remember who it was with, that you were going to masturbate in front of your partner. Did you do that? I did. I have. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> um, It was good. It was an enjoyable thing on both fronts. I bet on his yeah. end, obviously. <laughs> Um, I'm sure yeah, there's no complaints it, from him. <laughs> so, okay, that's thanks for holding me accountable to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but worried. yeah, I have. And 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 just through, like, again, going back to all of the episodes where we kind of talk about sex and get into sex um, and, and my own, like, confidence and stuff, like, it's, yeah, like, it's something that I've been able to incorporate and feel better about and not just that, but, like... Um, you know, just open to more experiences and different experiences and trying things and and just feeling confident about doing it. So I, I'm i glad. Like, it's just – obviously, when you're with someone for a long time, things can get kind of, like, stale or boring or less exciting. So you have to keep, you know, learning and experimenting and trying. And this doesn't mean you have to be, like, into BDSM or whatever and there's nothing wrong Literally with that either. Not. Yeah. But it, it just, I think people fall into those ruts and then just like, I don't know how to get out of it. But you do. You do know how. You just have to be open with yourself. Um, and listen so to So those yeah, are things that I t- have yourself. taken away too. Yeah. All I would say is like, if there is like something that's calling you, like it doesn't even have to be like you said BDSM or where you're incorporating like some crazy shit. Jerking off in front of your partner isn't fucking crazy, but it's still super empowering it's still so hot it's still like another thing to do and try and like I think that that is uh, like kind of inspiring kind of empowering to do something so tiny like that such a small like sexual encounter act and look at what it can really do for you so no we're not saying like grab all the chains and whips unless you want to which again (laughs) I mean, and if you do listen wrong. to our whips chain, say my name, bitch episode with Lady Pim, who's a show favorite for sure. Well, a two time can... show favorite. Yeah. Had her on and we twice. were on hers. Yeah, she's so cool as well. Like shout out to Lady Pim. We love you. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, we had a kind of a cool theme here where I guess this was that was speaking to us this month. This is February, the month of love and Valentine's Day. I wonder if it, it's on our mind because of all that. But I think that it's funny that even I I'm a sexual person. I would have said coming into the podcast as a sexual person, all these sexual um, episodes still really spoke to me, still really empowered me, and still really inspired me to like really be true to my sexuality be true to like female um sexuality as a whole like make sure our girls are not feeling shame make sure people are not feeling that they have to be taboo about anything that gives them pleasure like that so I'm really definitely validates all of that and I'm sure it validates you as a person too being like I am normal and this is all good and it should be and should be the way I feel and uh, like for sure like uh, all the power to everybody like get it how you want to get it yeah it's not weird in fact it's probably your partner will it's the opposite probably of weird think it's so hot like anything that you could suggest I guarantee you uh, like we're we're in hetero relationships anything I could say to my boyfriend he'd be like yeah like there's no way he's gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, oh let's wow do that that's fucking weird I uh, you've crossed that's the really line, out Jess. of my comfort zone <laughs> yeah Jess, you know not I just I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and guess what he's probably like tri- like you see their faces when you suggest something like that and they like trip over their faces to get it like <laughs> yes I can't believe you're suggesting this like they got you know what I mean like they love it absolutely <laughs> Um, so, I mean, oh God, there's so, so, so many more episodes yeah. and guests we'll and, um, <laughs> we will. And let us know if you like this and you want to hear it again. And if there's particular episodes that you'd like us to touch on, but quickly yeah. before we close out on this show, I do want to just comment. Cause like for me, fitness is like such a huge part of my life. Um, so chatting with Carla and Carolyn, um, Carla, they're not like, uh, people that work together or anything they're just two guests that we two had on our sh- episodes yeah two separate episodes um but just some of the 
things that they talked about, the misconceptions. Um, Carla talked about weightlifting, that it will bulk you. And, you know, it's important for women to like kind of see through the trees in terms of like that, the health and fitness industry. Um, So that's definitely an episode that we recommend you listen to. And then also the one more recently with Carolyn, um, she, she did filled us thing. in on some behind the scenes yeah. stuff though. Like, yeah, similar. Um, some of the points were similar, but just like talking about like injections that uh, fitness professionals or enthusiasts do for their more social media and things like debunked. that. Yeah. Like it was, it was really interesting because as someone who's like, always kind of strive for that like very toned like I I do like that look I would like to achieve that look but learning that it is not as achievable as like some of these professionals make it seem um or easily achievable so yeah those are that's really important and then also one thing that one of the episodes that we just did um from last week was with Kayla Marquez who is the child therapist in or sorry clinical therapist in children's mental health um just some of the tips that she shared about communicating with your children or children in your life and helping them communicate back I have incorporated I've had some struggles with my youngest son as I shared on that episode too just I think I think he's feeling the impacts of pandemic and some of the stuff that she talked about I've already like used. So if you're a parent that's looking for a little bit more help, support, resources, information, definitely check out the episode Coping Kids and COVID. Yeah. So like like you said, we could really just go on and review literally all of our episodes <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as you also said, guys out there listening, if there are any episodes that really spoke to you, we'd love to hear how, how you felt about them and what you took from that. So let us know. But uh, thank you again. This is a shout out to all of our guests. This is the ones talked about today weren't just our favorites. Everyone is our favorite. We loved every single episode. It is taught, they've all taught us so much. So thank you guys who are who's on our show. Thank you all of our guests. Yeah, we're super grateful that you've taken time out of your life to chat with us and share your stories and experiences and expertise. So we are super grateful and looking forward to all of the new guests that we're going to have on the show. We have a couple things lined up that we're really excited about, some people that we've been wanting to talk to for a while. So more and more great, amazing, exactly, more and more amazing episodes and females to come. So thanks for listening. Thank you to you, Laura. (laughs) Thanks for being my partner. (laughs) Thank you to you and all of the wisdom and knowledge that you've imparted on me um, throughout this couple of years and our friendship. But yeah, yeah. so that thing people (laughs) let us. Yeah, that old thing, literally old thing. (laughs) Um, But yes, please review, rate, subscribe to the show engage with us organically <laughs> let us brooks know orders. what you think yeah brooks orders and as always if you're new to listening you can follow us at herspective underscore podcast on instram and thanks again for being part thanks guys bye, bye.